Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at hostpapa.com. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com for premium unlimited web hosting with the highest rated reviews at the lowest prices. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 109. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews. Hi, Grace. Hi, how are you? Good, hot. It's uh, fire season here. <laughs> I know, Again. and it cooled off here, so... Yeah, it's weird how that's been working. We're always the opposite, it seems. We actually have a little rain, and I do mean a little bit, but the first rain that came down in about three weeks. Wow. Yeah, it's been a while for us, too, now. A couple of weeks, for sure. So I tell you what, I've been thinking today. Uh-oh, look up, people. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. You know, I've got some projects... Oh, yeah. They could use some funding, okay? Okay. Preferably other people's money. <laughs> I've been scratching my hair and beating myself up because I didn't sleep with anyone that I can blackmail myself or retro prostitute. Yeah, exactly. You know, to get some bucks. And that's really all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. I know. Why doesn't it come easy to us? Huh? I don't know. I didn't sleep with the right people. I guess. Who knows? Yeah. But that's still kind of going on, and I just don't understand why it's not illegal. I guess because it's Donald Trump. Because I, I thought so. blackmail and prostitution, except in Las Vegas, I thought, you know, I thought it was illegal. Yeah, but yeah, pretty much. We're egging this on as if it's, it's okay, just because it's Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're going to, yeah, they're not going to forget this. Even though it has no impact whatsoever on his presidency. Yeah, yeah, and those tapes they released the other night to CNN. Yeah, still has uh, nothing to do with anything. Me, Lanny Davis, Clinton's old attorney. Yeah. There's some cash flying there, 12 billion. Wow. (laughs) 10 or 12 billion. I'm sure that's showing up as somebody... But he turns it over to CNN, and it's like, whatever happened to attorney-client privilege? Yeah, no kidding. No So doubt. anyway, I just had to say a little something about that, because uh, I sure wish I had somebody to blackmail. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. Because it's apparently legal now. Yeah, es- yeah. Especially on the extortion level, where it's like years later. Yeah, yeah. For example, this took place in 2006. You know, we're at 2018. Yeah. Count that up. 12 years. Yeah, no kidding. No Jeez, doubt. I could go back to college. I got to check out some people. <laughs> so, okay. How about socialism? How about that? How about. <laughs> I can't even believe we're spending so many time these days talking about socialism. Nevertheless. In 2020, which is the next presidential election in the United States, could a socialist win? You might say, surely the hell not. And I might say, wait a minute. Yeah, like it's, uh, what about that Alexandra woman from New York? What's her name? Ocasio-Cortez? Yeah. She's a crazy woman. Yeah, she doesn't have the sense God gave a goose. 
No, like zero. I mean, where did she? She graduated she from some like Boston college, and she doesn't even know how the unemployment rate is figured. I know. Oh, it gets I much mean, worse. I mean, you know, that. I've probably known that since I was ten. It, you know, it, it gets much worse than that. I saw a tweet by her that that was basically stating that it's all fine and dandy that you know everybody's got more work nowadays but what about the people that don't want to work yeah seriously yeah what about them they're out there exactly she wants support for those people that decide not to work like how ludicrous I, I just it it's head scratching, you know. Yes, it is. It is. It is. And she is just. She wants everybody to have paid for college. Does she know what that'll do to the job market? <laughs> yeah. First of all, we can't afford it. We're already writing checks that we've got nothing to back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we got no moolah. But we could actually vote somebody like that in. I know it's a scary thought, isn't it? It is. Now think about this. Uh, Jeff Flake and Bob Corker both are not going to run for their seats in the Senate this uh, during midterms. But both of them have suggested they might run against Trump. Now, both of them are never Trumpers. They hate Trump. And about 13 percent of the Republican Party is never Trumpers. Hmm. Okay. Now. If you take that 13% and say Jeff Flake runs. Right. And then you take the never Trumpers independents. And I, I have not seen how many independents are never Trumpers. I don't believe anybody's done that study. But there's a whole lot of people that have left both parties for various reasons. And so that independent party has grown along with Morning Joe, you know, Joe Scarborough. He left the Republican Party and now is an independent because he hates Trump so much. And they were really great friends. Right. He rarely admits that now. Nevertheless, there's 200,000 people that maybe watch his show, which is very low ratings from a morning show. You still got those people. So if you took those away from the Republican Party, who has less members already than the Democratic Party, and you get one of these socialist people like Bernie Sanders in there, you know what? They could win. Yeah, I guess if the math starts to add up. And yeah, a never Trumper against a socialist is still likely going to vote for Trump. But if you throw that third person in there, like Bob Corker, you know, or uh, Jeff Flake that runs on the independent ticket, it will be very much how Clinton won and George Sr. lost. Yeah, it, it, it could be a... Remember Ross Perot? Oh, yes. He lost that for George H. Bush. Yeah. That's what happened. That's how Bill Clinton won the first time around. So as crazy as it sounds on the surface, it's not. Hmm. Yeah. So keep that in mind. And I'm sure before 2020, that's not the last time we're going to talk about that. Probably not. And, And you know what? I see trends towards that here in Canada. A lot of trends towards that and And it's a scary thought yeah you guys have more socialized stuff oh absolutely because healthcare is a biggie you know in our economy i don't know what it is in the canadian economy but that is more than 20 percent of our gdp wow is healthcare crazy and 
I think it's too late to save our healthcare system. Yeah, it's badly broken. Badly broken. Uh, they basically took away the free market or rearranged it in such a way that even as we are under an, a Republican administration, I do not believe we can bring back the old system. It is way too broken because of Obamacare. And the only way we're going to save our proverbial buns and is to make a socialized system of medicine. And well, once you take that giant step, it scares me. I think you guys need a regulated or a, a system of legislation that guidelines what you can and cannot do with um, health insurance and medical procedure. Uh, just crossing the border, it's crazy the amount of money you guys pay for drugs compared to other countries in the world, never mind surgeries and whatever else. Oh yeah, and, and you pay for surgeries. Um, they honestly say these days to shop it. <laughs> yeah, you know, see, I have health insurance that works at two specific hospitals, so I, you know, I don't stop it because it doesn't do me any good. Well, yeah, see, it shouldn't matter which hospital you're having your surgery in. It's still going to be the same amount of money. That's what I mean, legislated, because obviously there's some hospitals that are doing better than other hospitals out there. Oh, exactly. And probably charging for it, too. So it's got to be regulated. You know, let me ask you this. How long have you had, I don't know, what do you call it? Do you call your socialized medicine? Yeah, I think you could call it that. Since the 60s, I, mean, I, I certainly believe. Oh, yeah. that's a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it, it and truthfully, it sounds like we've got the same waiting periods as you guys have, you know. Um, I don't really see any benefit to your system over ours at all. Plus, it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. Well, yeah, mine's, mine is getting out of control. Like I said, I pay about $800 a month. And I have to reach a deductible first wow. okay. of about $6,500. So when you <laughs> wow. add all that together, it's thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars $14,000 before I can use my insurance at all. Wow. Okay, that's badly broken. Yeah, and, my, and I'm not even as bad as some other people. And oh, no. starting this year, I don't believe I can take it off my taxes. Ouch. And that is really, yeah, that's a big ouch. Wow. Because um, before we've been able to take it off our taxes, but I think the system is so broken. We are we have reached a while back the point of no return. I think the Republicans know it. They know it's going to hurt them in the elections if if they have to do it. Right. If they have to go to single payer, some sort of government run system. But Obamacare already messed all that up. Well, I don't know. I don't know where it's headed. Stay tuned. Yeah. Okay. Well, Capitol Hill is just upset as ever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those people are never happy. Well, I do no. think Congress goes on August vacations beginning at the end of today or something. Okay. So we're, we're honestly going to get a little break from their craziness. But yesterday, Secretary of State Pompeo testified. Uh, primarily about Trump's meeting with Kim Jong-un and uh, Vladimir Putin. Right. Now, Pompeo is tough. He's a real man. He just answered questions about policy, very polite and curt, 
But he did not talk about private conversations, and I just drove those guys nuts. (laughs) I mean, they're still wanting to subpoena the translator. Wow. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. I mean, what would any government ever talk to an American president again if you started subpoenaing the translators? Well, I heard that Hillary made over six trips to meet Putin in private before the Uranium One deal. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. Where was everybody well, screaming yeah, I think at? they're scared to death that Putin's going to let the cat out of the bag and there's going to be some people squirming like there is during this Russian deal. Oh, can you imagine the media? Can you imagine the mass media if that happened? Oh, Holy crazy. Well, yeah. you know, he's getting so much, you know, slap back on the last meeting that instead of meeting in October... Pompeo announced yesterday that that meeting is not going to take place until 2019. Ah, pushing it back a bit. Hmm. Well, you know it's because all the crap he's gotten. Over, yeah, that know. was a no-win situation. It is a no-win situation. Yeah. And um, although I think that maybe he shouldn't do it before midterms, I think he could have done it in November. Yeah. I, don't, I, I think... Pushing it off to 2019 when you got momentum going is probably a bad idea. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think they're going to need more time to to take people out that need to be taken out. I agree. I agree. I tell you what, there's um, something interesting just in, and that is that Twitter has been shadow banning prominent Republicans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. anybody with a right-wing site on Twitter, YouTube, you name it, they've been targets for a while. But the president has decided that he thinks they need to be investigated. Oh, interesting. So I just thought I would throw that in there, along with the fact that people are getting tired of Facebook. Yeah, well, you better investigate Facebook and Google and the rest of them. Well, their second quarter earnings were tanked. And as of right now, Zuckerberg has lost 17% of his personal wealth. Wow. By the end of day, instead of being the third richest person, according to Forbes, he will be sixth. <laughs> wow. Okay. Because I think there's many things. In fact, on the business channel, as of right now, they are asking for him to step down from oh. his own company. Wow, yeah, that's not going to happen. I yeah, can't I see that. So not, surely not, yeah. But I just thought I would throw that in there. Interesting. Now, something we've been waiting for to happen, happened last oh. night. 11 congressmen voted to impeach Rod Rosenstein. Oh, wow. For defying subpoenas. Hmm. Okay. What's going to happen? Now, remember, Rod Rosenstein is the deputy DOJ and I don't know how why you call him deputy because Jeff Sessions is doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how Rod Rosenstein is in charge of Russian collusion when he signed one of the FISA warrants and is going to have to testify. There's so many things about this that is so crazy you could not imagine that it could go on in modern day society. I know, I know. especially modern day governments. Yeah, absolutely. Nevertheless, bizarre. they have voted to impeach him. Will okay. that go anywhere? I mean, considering the fact that our own DOJ has to enforce, you know, Congress's penalties, 
I don't know how that can work. I mean, Congress has the ability to penalize, but only using the DOJ. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Rod Rosenstein is not going to penalize himself. I, I think we got to go back to what we've talked about before, and this should be an independent investigation. Yeah. Yeah, instead of a special counsel overseen by Rod Rosenstein and the DOJ, it needed to be independent, like the Kenneth Starr um, investigation was into the inappropriate behavior of President Clinton. Yes, yes. Okay? Yeah. And I think a lot of people think it's the same, but it is not. No. Special counsel is not the same as independent counsel. Well, and Rod Rosenstein... Oh my gosh, he's like a little dictator. Yeah, well, he can't let go of anything. If they really looked into it, they would find out that these guys have all got a conflict of interest. Everybody in this investigation, it's just a, a whole pit of ugliness. Ah, that's a good word. A whole pit of ugliness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and speaking of a pet of ugliness, you know, as a country, theoretically, we're a bit broke. All right. Yeah. Okay, we run broke, of course. Paycheck to paycheck, um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, we're even worse than that. We borrow every paycheck. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nevertheless, Democrats, headed by James Crowley, now, remember, he's the one that um, Alexandria, uh, what's her last name? Cortez. Cortez, yeah. Yeah, you know, she beat him in the primary, nevertheless, I guess to maybe gain some attention, and it wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't run on the independent ticket. See, he could bypass this primary, that primary election by coming back as an independent. Oh, okay? Yeah. Anyway, he made a speech today representing the Democrats. They want to compensate illegal families that have been separated. <laughs> okay. Basically, you know, essentially handing them the checkbook. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. it'd be different if it was his money. Well, you guys have practically done the same thing up there, haven't you? Well, no, that's just that one guy, goes? Trudeau. That's just one oh. guy, Trudeau. Well, but he's a pretty yeah. important one. Well, for now, yeah. Of. Uh, you know, and he's milking this trade thing right now, too, which is, is just makes me kind of ill. Um, he's just trying to improve his, his crappy approval rating right now. But, uh, you know, it doesn't Did help. Did you have elections when? Uh, 2019 is our elections. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, there's there's so much stuff that, you know, he's done. Uh, supposedly meeting... Uh, he's met in secret with Soros' son, and all of a sudden he's inviting um, illegal immigrants into Canada welcome them with open arms um, so you know he's created all of that then inviting ex-ISIS in and then all of a sudden boom you've got this shooter in Toronto and well and is, is, is he going to do is Trudeau going to do what Governor Greitens of Missouri did when Soros calls and opens up his checkbook they just take the fall politically and Soros is there to, to sweep them up? Is that what we're going to see happen with you know? I don't know. It, it could be. Obviously, there there's some money behind something because hours after the shooting, I mean, the name wasn't even released yet, yet the guy's family produced a statement talking about his mental 
illness. Now, not once in it does it mention that the guy was Muslim, uh, Islamic extremist, uh, trained to kill in, in you know, ISIS camps, etc., etc. No, it was supposedly mental illness. Well, you know what? I was thinking about that, and every terrorist in the world has got mental illness. Well, and let's face it, if you've been an Islamic extremist and you have been brainwashed, it's always mental illness, but that's, you know, that's because you've been brainwashed. Yeah. I mean, the guy's name okay. was Fasal and, and, Hussein. I mean, if we're going to start calling it mental illness, that is patently unfair to people with mental illness. Yeah. If you want to get all PC about it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's uh, basically them saying, oh, yeah, it wasn't terrorist at all. But they would like to uh, abolish all handguns in Canada now. Oh, BS. I'm not I kidding. just get really crazy when they want to take all kidding. the handguns away. Yeah, the guy got yeah. an illegal handgun because he couldn't get one legally. You want to hear something interesting on that same line? Do you know Bernie Sanders does not want to get rid of handguns? Wow, no way. The socialist? Yeah, Now, if he doesn't want to get rid of them, Canada shouldn't get rid of them. What are they going to do, close up all their gun clubs? I think that the liberal government is just, they think they can do what they want, and they're going to learn a lesson the hard way, big time the hard way. You guys are going to get sort of Brexit-ish, Trump-ish thing going. Well, if it keeps going this way, the West is going to separate from the East. And they can have yeah. Trudeau. Yeah. So. Okay. Know. So what parts love him? What parts love Trudeau? Uh, Ontario, Quebec, the millennials, the socialists. They they really like the guy. Okay. But, um, anybody that doesn't come under those uh, headings uh, just he turns our stomachs. So. Yeah, it's ugly. It's really ugly. I mean, there's, what, 30,000? I sent you that video the other day. 30,000 uh, illegal immigrants now staying, yeah. staying in dorms of universities that, well, they've got to vacate in a few weeks. So the, the, yeah, the very soon. <laughs> Trudeau government plan is to put them up in hotels. Yeah, 30,000 people in a hotel. If you own a crappy hotel, you got to be loving it. But for everybody else, that yeah. is crazy expensive. Can you imagine? Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, I can't imagine. So I don't know. You might see me in Missouri sooner than later. <laughs> Well, good deal. We we are uh, working on bringing someone over from the Philippines. We oh, might as wow. well bring in a Canadian too. Well, so, there you go. Yeah. So uh, I got to talk to a couple of government guys this month about helping get these visas. So um, I might as well just talk for you too. Well, there you go. Yeah. Speaking of talking, the U.S. and the U.E. the U.E. the E.U. I'm <laughs> dyslexic today. <laughs> met yesterday President Trump and the President of the EU and they are going to work towards zero tariffs. Okay. Okay. I I think that this is something that makes Trump happier than it makes the EU. Um, Nevertheless, the EU is going to take some liquefied natural gas from us and some soybeans. They're going to hold off on the car tariffs. So all of those things that were looming over us like Monday Hmm. Not so bad today. We're working towards zero. But also, we're holding hands, singing Kumbaya, and saying, let's go get China. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. On the tariff deal. Now, yeah. I don't know where Canada stands. I know they're down in Mexico today talking about tariffs. By tomorrow, supposedly behind the scenes, we've been making a deal with Mexico and we can hear about it. And it might also be a zero tariff thing. Well, let's hope. Let's hope. Because nobody so, wins that war. Nobody. Especially the people. Yeah, well, I tell you what. Our stock market likes it. As soon as that press conference held, we were down 70, 80 points. And a lot of that was due to Boeing. Nevertheless, at that, we made a 172 jump, which is really like more of that because Boeing was still down because they had some bad news and didn't really sell that many airplanes. But uh, so this was a huge jump on the fact that zero tariff sounds nice. Everybody in the world ganging up against China sounds really, really nice. Yeah. Well, to investors mm -hmm. and me. Yeah. I know. They're always worried about pleasing me. Well, that pleases me. I'm I'm a, a firm believer that there should be free trade. I do, and it should be just that free trade. You make a better product, okay, or you have a better price for your product, then you should be able to sell it anywhere around this globe and yeah. compete, okay? Yeah. And people should have that choice. Yes. If I want to buy one from the United States, China, whatever, you know, I should be able to buy it. Yeah. Whichever one I want, whether I want a Samsung or a Maytag washer, you know, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. I am a little worried. Um, you know, I told you I was thinking of buying a, this, this house to flip. Now I don't know what to do because they're saying the housing market is due to tank as the prices of the houses are rising quicker than wages. Oh, yeah. Um, they say this could be the worst housing issue in several years. I'm assuming several years means the 2008 right. housing bubble, but surely it won't be worse than that. Yeah, they're, we got to drive wages up. They're basically yeah. saying the same thing here as well. I mean, we've got tent cities forming in, in some of the cities where rents have gone so high. We've got people that can't afford to pay their taxes any longer, losing their houses. So we've got these little tent cities, just like California. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that happened many, many years ago in New York. That's why they have controlled rent exactly. in much of the city, um, which is sort of a socialistic thing. But at the time, it was the only answer to a huge problem that meant a heck of a lot of people living in the streets, you know. And when they live on the streets, they don't have bathrooms, yeah, okay? And exactly. that is the, probably the most disgusting part of the whole deal. Well, they uh, actually took our city to court here and got bathrooms and water brought to them. Oh, that's... that's Actually, I think that's good because I tell you what, I can't hardly stand it. I'm one of those people that gets irked, you know, very yeah. easily. <laughs> so. yeah. I can definitely agree there. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't always agree, but life's a journey and we're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at hostpapa.com. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com for premium unlimited web hosting with the highest rated reviews at the lowest prices.